0: Welcome back to another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. I am so, so happy you're here. My name is Sam, if you don't know that already, and I'm going to be giving you mindset shifts to lose weight so you can become the most confident and unstoppable version of yourself in work and life. Seriously, I'm just going to be giving you doses of realness and reminders of how badass you already are. And so I'm really excited that you're spending time here and I appreciate you and love you so much. Now let's dive into the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. On today's episode, I have my new friend Adam, and you probably have seen his infographics on Instagram. He is amazing with just breaking down complicated content or what seems to be complicated, making fitness and nutrition just a lot more basic and understandable. And I would like to welcome Adam onto the podcast. Hi hey, Adam, how's it going?
1: Hey Sam, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, of course. I'm so excited you're here and um, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and just like what you're up to and all the things.
1: Yeah, so I mean you did a good job in your intro. Um, my Instagram is AFAL. And I basically make posts trying to, I try not to be like the, just the typical fitness page just posting like the same kind of usual graphics. So I try to, like you said, I take topics that people find a little bit confusing but I try to make it kind of like in a funny memorable like a memorable way so that it kind of sticks out in people's minds so rather than just like it be another graphic that people might see and then forget I kind of try to do it in like a creative and sometimes funny way so that people can digest the information and then Mm -hmm. learn it in that way in an entertaining and not boring way as you kind of said.
0: yeah. I love that. How did you kind of like start infusing fun into your content? Just like while we're on this topic, I think it's so important to remember, like this doesn't have to be so serious, like the fitness thing and like losing weight thing. Like where did that come from?
1: Yeah, I mean, I always, I, I never took myself seriously. And when Instagram started, I mean, I, everyone was kind of doing the same thing. Um, and I always kind of like playing around with like photoshop just to like play around with things like not for like a job or anything but just like for fun so mm-hmm. i started to like photoshop myself not to be in better shape but kind of to be like in worse shape so i would you i would make graphics like with myself like photoshop um i would do like these expectation like real like the first one was, like expectation of reality or whatever yeah i forgot the exact first one i did but like i photoshopped myself like bald or whatever because people think that Certain supplements or certain things will, will make you bald, and when you see a, a picture pop up on your feed of me completely bald, like it, it grabs your attention. And yeah. so, so, so rather just like make a post about like creatine or whatever, and just say the benefits of creatine. It kind of grabs your attention. You picture me bald. You, you picture I, I'm all like photoshopped and bloated, and it <laughs> kind of stands out. In, kind of stands out in people's minds when they think about creatine. They're like, oh yeah, I, I remember this creatine post. So instead of just, like, a random infographic that you'll forget, you kind of picture me bloated and bald, and that just stemmed from really, really just playing around Photoshop and having fun with it, and then, I don't know, I guess I decided to post it, and it kind of took off from there, and people liked it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a testament to, like, how much your, your fun and, like, you know, lack of seriousness is appreciated. You have, like, a million followers, literally, don't you, right now?
1: Yeah, I hit a million, like, last month. I mean... A lot of people appreciate it. Obviously, there's people that don't appreciate it. But, I mean, my, my opinion is I don't expect everyone to like me. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really need everyone to like me. I'm going to do what I want to do. If you like my personality, we'd probably get along in real life. And if you don't like my posts, you probably don't like my personality, we probably wouldn't get along in real life. And, and that's okay. You could find if you're more boring or you, you just like more serious things, there's plenty of pages for you. Like, you don't need to follow me. But yeah. that's, that's okay.
0: I love that. <laughs> that's that's how I feel when I'm like on my story, like dancing or, you know, just being ridiculous. I'm like, if anyone thinks this is too much, then they can just leave. <laughs> so just keep yeah, I on mean, having fun.
1: <laughs> I mean, the truth is, I mean, if you don't like my personality, we probably wouldn't get along in real life. Like it's, it's a two-way street. So, I mean, it, it's okay. You, and you Not everyone needs to get along. I mean, I, I'm okay with that. I, I, accept, I accept your criticism. I understand that it's not for everyone. But yeah. some people like it. <laughs>
0: i know i sure do uh if you guys aren't following him already i'll put a i'll put a link to his instagram and all that stuff in the show notes so you can go follow him because not only his content is hilarious but i think also your stories like you just do these ridiculous things like wear a chicken mask or like throw eggs and like do the most like the stuff i'm like what the hell like this needs to this if this hasn't gone viral, like, I guess a million followers, yes, it has. But, like, this is so funny.
1: <laughs> I, mean, so, I mean, I I mean, mean, you know how Instagram works. I mean, stories, they really don't go viral because they're only, like, on your story. They expire after 24 hours. So it's not like a post that, like, kind of exists forever. The stories kind of disappear. But, I mean, the stories, that all started with, like I said before, I don't really take myself too seriously. Like, I do, like, stupid, silly things in my everyday life. But I was kind of, in. Imba- I, re- I didn't really do it on my story at first because I was kind of like, I was like shy, I was embarrassed. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why I did it, but just like one day, like two, two years ago, I just was like mixing my eggs. I decided to scream in a high-pitched voice. <laughs> and I, I, I uploaded it to my story, and I joked around saying that if you scream at your eggs, it adds protein to it. I thought it was going to be like a one-day thing. Like, I didn't really think it was that funny. And then like, everyone found it hilarious. People were sharing it with everyone. People were doing it themselves and saying it to me. And it kind of like evolved into what's called like the egg scream where you said now I have like masks. I feel like different masks on. it. I do like different filters. It's like, it's ridiculous, but like people find it hilarious. And I guess, do it. and then from there, it's just like I started doing other random silly things that people also found funny. And I mean, I just, I kind of, I feel like a lot of fitness accounts, I feel like people, they're all the same they don't show personality, they could just kind of say, like, this is what I'm eating, this is what I'm doing, I'm now going to work, it's just very monotonous, and boring, so I try to show that, like, it doesn't have to be that serious, like, you're allowed to have fun and be silly, and also, like, be serious with your goals at the same time.
0: Yes, I love that, like, they don't have to be mutually exclusive, that you can do both, exactly. you can be both. Yeah. exactly. love that um so let's dive into a little bit i know it's it's right now we're recording this this is january um and so you have an ebook that i that you know that's like your biggest thing right now and do you notice like when january hits that you get a fuck ton of people in your dms or you know like hey adam like how do i get how do i start how do i get some consistent like do you notice that trend happening in january for you
1: Yes, yeah, it was. It's crazy. It, it actually it starts like three days before January. I was I was on vacation in Aruba, like December twenty eighth, like right after like a few days after Christmas, and people like settled down like right before New Year's. There's just like a surge of interest of people DMing me, buying the book, asking me questions. Like it's, it's amazing how it, it happens. So basically, from like December twenty eighth through like the first week of January, it's in, it's in, like an insane amount of people that are interested, and. It's still going on, even now as we're recording since the end of January. It's still a, a good amount of interest, but it definitely dies down after that first week of the new year, which a little sad because, I mean, there's no reason that you can't start reaching your fitness goals three weeks into the new year if you kind of a late start.
0: Yeah. yeah, right, Right. Do you find that some people are able to – take what you give them and run with it just out of maybe a different mindset or like what do you think those successful people do differently than maybe the people that do fall off in the first few weeks
1: I, w- I would say you need to be properly motivated um and real and realistic so i mean if the truth is if you're coming out of the holidays and you're not working out at all you haven't been to the gym in three months it's not realistic to say, okay, January 1st is going to hit. I'm going to go to the gym five days per week. I'm going to do this. I'm gonna, I, it's not realistic to go from like zero to 100 miles per hour overnight because what ends up happening is you work out for the first time in three months. You get extremely sore, and now you have to take off like three days. You're completely discouraged because you got sore and you missed a few days. And now because you can't meet those unrealistic expectations that you set out for yourself, you get discouraged and you kind of fall off. Whereas the people who are, they're more realistic. Like, All right, I'll, I'll go three days a week. Maybe I'll miss a day here or there. Uh, it's a long-term journey. It's a long-term process. I'm not, I'm not trying to do anything crazy overnight. Mm-hmm. Those people who are more realistic are are more likely to succeed because, I mean, it's better to go consistently two or three days per week than, say, you're going to go consistently five days per week and end up going zero. It just it doesn't work out that way
0: yeah for sure what do you say to those people that are in your dms like yeah but adam like i don't like i want results as fast as i can like i don't want to postpone my weight loss right or my muscle building or whatever my fitness like what do you how do you help them slow down and like get realistic
1: i mean i kind of use myself as an example like people see me now and they're like oh you're in good shape you're you're just lucky well i'm turning 30 next month i started when i was 15 so it's been 15 mm-hmm. years, and the first several, I didn't know what I was doing, and I was I was in their position, and I was frustrated, probably more frustrated than they are. And unlike the people who message me now, there was no me for me to message. There was no social media. There there was no really like, legitimate place to really get help. So I was in a worse position than all these people that messaged me. Yeah. So I mean, I use my yeah. so I use myself as an example. I'll I'll like, point out to like like pictures of like what I look like to, to like let you know like you're not going to I didn't get results overnight you're not going to get results overnight that's why it's important to relatively enjoy the process and the journey because the truth is you can look to the end at the destination and say you want to be there now but as I look back on it like it's cool getting to be in good shape but it's really the journey and the whole process that was the most enjoyable not just being able to wake up every day and say oh I'm, I'm happy with the shape I'm in
0: yeah for sure what do you think helped you like so after those few years of kind of spinning your wheels right like what was it like what was the switch that happened for you that made you start to see real results or like what was that kind of turning point for you or was it a slow gradual shift or what kind of can you talk us through that
1: and the closest thing i had to like what people have now like so now it's youtube instagram There's so many places you can go for information that didn't exist back then. But in like 2007, uh, bodybuilding.com had, they still have forums, but it's not what it was. That was, I would say, probably like one of the most helpful places you can go because it was actually like a community. There was a teenage section. I was a teenager then. And there were people who would like share their experiences. They would answer your questions. And there were people that actually knew what they were talking about, hanging out on the bodybuilding.com forum kind of similar to how you would hang out in like the YouTube comments on a fitness video or the Instagram comments on a picture now. Like that was what like the forums were like. So you could ask questions, you could have discussions. So I finally found out about like three years into working out and it was like the first time I, I found like a community of people that were had the same goals as me. And a lot of them actually kind of knew what to do, whereas okay. I really didn't. So that was the first time I started reading and learning about what I should be doing and it's kind of what, like, set me off to to be on the right tracks.
0: Yeah, for sure. Did you feel that your community helped, like, you know, even though it was online, do you do you think that that made a big difference for you in staying consistent over time when you didn't really want to go?
1: Uh, definitely. Because, I mean, when you're doing it by, by yourself, and I think it's different now. I think fitness is a lot bigger than it was in like two thousand, than it was in like two thousand five, two thousand six, two thousand seven. Like when I was in high school, people went to the gym, but it wasn't what it is now. Like I was definitely one of the few. Whereas I feel like now it's kind of like the thing to do. Mm-hmm. So back then it's like I was out of school, and if anything, people were just like questioning why you're into working out. Like it's not, it wasn't like accepted. So you feel secluded and lonely there. So you go to the gym. There's not that many people your age there, so you kind of feel secluded there. So the only real place where you feel like you're accepted and that like, it's okay. There's other people doing it too, was online. So that's, it definitely helps you when you feel like you're not doing it by yourself.
0: Yeah, for sure. When do you, and your audience is mostly male, I think, is that?
1: Yeah, it's like 70, 70, most like 75% male.
0: Yeah. And do you get DMs from guys saying like, I like experiencing the same thing that you just talked about?
1: Yes, definitely, all the time. I get DMs from girls, too. I mean, at a, at a million followers, even 25%, it's still 250,000 females. So yeah. I get a good amount yeah. of females, too.
0: Yeah. And how do you kind of talk them through that?
1: And, and it's funny, because like I'm so far removed from that point in my life that sometimes it's very easy to forget the position that I was in and, like, how I felt. So when I get those messages, it just takes me back to that time and I remember exactly, like, how I felt. So, I mean, I mean it depends on the question. Like, I, I let people know. I mean, it's normal. You're going to feel intimidated in the gym. Yeah, it, it's going to happen. But at the same time, if anyone is looking at you at the gym and they're judging you, it's because they're insecure about themselves. Otherwise, they wouldn't be looking at you. Because, like, the truth is, when I'm at the gym now, like, I'm in a zone. I don't notice people. I'm not looking around judging anyone because, like, oh, I'm fine. Whereas in the beginning, when I was unsure about my form, I didn't know what routine I, was, I should be doing, I'd be looking around at everyone. Not really judging just because I was insecure with what I was doing and I was trying to find out what other people are doing. So I just let people know. I mean, everyone there they're so into themselves, they don't really care about you. I mean, you just need to get past that and try to go in with a plan because once you have a plan that you feel confident in, you're a lot more confident in the gym than when you're just going in there and not knowing if you're doing the right thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think you just hit upon something too like that I've been thinking about a lot lately, which is like we all start somewhere and we all suck at the beginning. Like everything we do, like you're not good at it when you start. But I think there's like this expectation of like, oh, I have to be good at this whole like fitness thing when I start because I don't want to look stupid, you know?
1: Exactly. People, they look at lifting weights as like you should just be good right away. But I always compare it to like another sport. Like You want to just pick up a basketball for the first time and expect to be like an NBA player. Like It takes hours and hours of practice, and lifting weights is the same. You know, I can just walk into a gym and have perfect form. Now, you shouldn't try to lift too heavy with really bad form, but I mean, it's going to take time. Like Even now, after all this time, like I'm, you're always improving your form. So people have to realize that lifting weights is just like anything else. Like, you're not just going to be good at it, and not even the weights, the diet aspect of it, too. You're not going to just be an expert at like tracking your macros or anything just like at anything else it takes time and practice
0: yeah oh man that's that is a golden nugget like the word practice I think like just remembering that uh health fitness all this stuff is like it is a practice even for us like you've been doing it for 15 years you know like I think I've been doing it for about like seven or eight and sometimes I still have to remind myself that too no matter how deep you get into the journey it's like yeah i'm still practicing like i still mess up
1: yeah i mean for some reason everyone accepts that it takes time and practice and in most other areas but for some reason when it comes to fitness people are unwilling to accept that they're not an expert from day one and i mean it's just the mindset that people have to to realize like you're not going to be an expert you're going to start from the bottom just like you'd start from the bottom in another sport or another area of life you're not going to if you're not going to just become a doctor because you, you want to be a doctor. You have to go to med school. It, it takes time to build up to these to to be an expert in any area.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I love that. Have you had any moments recently where you've found yourself having to remind yourself, like, "Oh wow, like I can still work on this," or like I'm still practicing this for sure.
1: Yeah, like, all the time. Like I'll be doing an exercise at the gym, and like out of nowhere, I'll, I'll like tw- I'll tweak it, and I'll yeah. feel it a lot more. And I'm just, like, sitting there, like, in my head laughing at myself in my eyes. So I've been doing it for, like, 15 years. And I've been doing it, like, I've been doing it better the whole time. So it's just, uh, like, deadlifts. Like, I, I'm i never going to be completely satisfied with my deadlift form. Like, I'll always be tweaking it and feeling like it, it could work better. So when someone's deadlifting for the first time and they get frustrated that it's difficult, and it is difficult, it took me a long time to, to be able to do it. And, like I said, even now, like, 15 years later, I'm still always tweaking certain things.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a great point. Like, um, about not, I guess maybe it's not settling, right? Or or not accepting your current thing as like, okay, I got there. It's like, okay, I got there. But now it's next. Like, obviously, it's important to acknowledge how far you've come, right? And like, how much time you've put in and all of the progress you've made. But there's, like you said, I think it's, it's a hard balance to acknowledge how far you've come and also still want to get better.
1: No, definitely. People, they have complacent; They don't want to learn anything new. Um, But I mean, there's always new research coming out and and new things. So I'm always aware of what's happening, what's changing. And I'm always willing to, if there's something I'm doing that could be done better, I'm open to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The open mind. I think that is, that's kind of what I'm hearing you say. and, And I think that that's such an important mindset to adopt. Do you find that when you know, people are in your DMs or messaging you or kind of talking to you about your your ebook and stuff. Uh, do you notice that having that conversation with them about having the open mind shifts that for them?
1: Well, I, I mean, I find people are very closed-minded with fitness. I mean, it, what, it, what usually happens is, is they saw a video or they read an article. They don't even know where the information came from, but they heard the information somewhere at some point. They probably can't even trace it back. But they heard it at some point, and that's now their opinion. And they've had that opinion for for so long. Again, they don't know why they have the opinion, but they have that opinion. So now when they see something that goes against it, they immediately attack it for no other reason other than it's different than their opinion. And if they were to go back and think about why they actually have that thought to begin with, they probably couldn't even do it. And people just don't – you don't like to hear that's something that you've been following and doing for a significant amount of time was not the best because you feel like you wasted your time. Mm
0: -hmm. So i
1: it's I find that one of the people find that very difficult. Or then they'll they'll point out to some they'll point out to like a professional bodybuilder who who said something one time that worked for him. So because of that, they ignore all the research that goes against it and and that's what they believe. And so I mean I, I do find people are very closed minded sometimes. And I feel like the best thing you could do is if you have like a study, you just send them a link and or send them a video or something that actually proves it and you can get them to, to change their mind. But at the end of the day, you can't change everyone's mind. All you can do is provide the best explanations you can. Some people will appreciate it, some people won't. Um, as long as enough people appreciate it, um, I'm happy.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What do you think the reason is that people have a closed mindset mostly in fitness?
1: Oh, it's very, it's a very polarizing topic. It's weird because people, I mean, people have closed minds, I guess, when it comes to almost anything, but when it comes to fitness, it's even more polarizing for some reason. And I guess it's, again, I think it comes down to the fact that if you've been doing something one way for so long, you don't want to now find out that you kind of wasted your time. Like you kind of want to convince yourself that no, you were doing it correctly the whole time. Uh, this person's wrong. I'm not the wrong one when the truth is you probably could have made better use of your time this whole time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's it's interesting. I'm like now I'm thinking more about it and I wonder if it's because it's more of a physical thing that they can see. Right? Like maybe some other things that they have opinions on aren't relative to them or like, you know, it's it's not a physical thing that you can see in the mirror, like over time. And so I wonder if it's because you can literally see it either helping you or not, right? Or like doing it a certain way or not. If that's why,
1: yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, fitness has always been a very, I guess, controversial thing. I guess, the, I guess it just stems from. And you get into fitness because you're a little insecure. Uh, so it's just like you're you're coming from like a, a slightly insecure place to begin with, and now yeah. someone's questioning your your opinion and your beliefs, and it just makes you even more offended, more like ready to attack. So, I mean, I guess it's just a, it's a sensitive topic for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I think that makes, that makes total sense. Like it's kind of just gave me like a light bulb moment of, Oh, that makes so much sense. It's, I totally think that's, that's it from starting from an insecure place and kind of having to almost like prove yourself a little bit, maybe.
1: Yeah, man, I think, I mean, I don't, I think everyone starts in fitness because there's some level of insecurity. I mean, I, I, Basically started because I really I wasn't happy with my body I, I wanted to look better like there was no there's no deep meaning behind what I was trying to do I just I was insecure I wanted to look better and I think a lot of people are they that's probably why they started I, I, I would think it's rare for someone to to start working out because they they love the way they look and they're happy with they're completely happy with themselves I mean everyone's trying to make a change like you're not trying to make a change if you're completely satisfied
0: right yeah. Oh, that's such a good point. (laughs) That's such a light bulb moment for me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So I guess let's transition now into like, how do you stay motivated? Because I mean, I've seen your posts. I see you in the gym like so often. How do you stay doing the things you're doing?
1: Yeah. So I mean, I always tell people that whatever motivates you today, is not going to be your continued source of motivation in the future. So, like I said, when I started working out, my motivation was I just really wanted to feel better about myself and be in better shape. I was in high school, like that was my motivation. A lot of people, there in high school. But if you're, let's say, you're a guy, maybe you just want to have abs to impress the girl. Or if you're a girl, maybe you just want to lose some weight for your prom. I guarantee your motivation to stay fit for your entire life isn't going to be because you want to look good for your crush and. Tenth grade, or you want to look good for your prom, like that's Those are short, motivating factors, and that's okay because that's how you stay motivated long term. You're constantly finding new sources of motivation. So, whatever you can be, whatever is motivating you right now, whether it's prom, looking good for a girl, you have a trip coming up, maybe you're getting married, whatever that is, that's fine. That that can motivate you short term. Just be, just be aware that that's not going to be able to sustain you long term. So maybe after your prom. Well now your new motivation is you're you're going to college and you want to and you realize that you might put on like the freshman fifteen or whatever, so you want to stay healthy to make sure that doesn't happen. All right, maybe that could sustain you for a little longer. Or so pretty much for me, my motivation has always been changing. Uh, I started out because I was insecure, I wanted to be in better shape, then I wanted to compete in a bodybuilding show. So then my motivation was to get better for those shows and that kind of sustained me for a while. Then I no longer compete now, but my motivation was I just wanted to stay in shape because I enjoyed it. Now I have the Instagram thing going on, so I, part of my motivation is that I kind of feel like I have a lot of people looking at me, so I need to stay in shape for my stories and my posts. So my motivation has evolved over the years, and everyone's motivation is going to evolve over the years. And you're not, a lot of times you're not going to be able to transition from one motivational factor a second one immediately. You're going to experience a time where you're not motivated, and that's normal. You might suffer some setbacks. But that's okay, as long as you always come back to something else that motivates you to get you going again. I mean, it's a, it's a long-term journey. There's going to be ups and downs. You're going to be highly motivated at times. You're not going to be that motivated at times. Uh, that's, that's just normal to be expected. Um, I, I definitely had times where I wasn't that motivated, and eventually I found something that did motivate me, and I was motivated again.
0: Yeah. I never thought about it just quite like that, but I think that gives everyone listening maybe, like, a good way to think about it. Like, it may start in a aesthetic, like, point of view, right? Like, maybe you do want to lose weight because you want to fit into this bathing suit, right? Or you want abs or something, and maybe that's what starts it, but ultimately, you know, even if you were to achieve that, your goal would shift, and so, like, what do you say for people that maybe have achieved their first goal and they're in a rut and they don't know how to find that next source of motivation?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely could be challenging. I mean, like I get messages all the time where people, they, they say, I can't get, how do I get motivated to go to the gym? Uh, I struggle answering that question because motive, it's truly internal you can't just tell someone this is what motivates you. I mean, it, it needs to truly be something like, internally that motivates you. So, I mean, it was more of an aesthetic thing when I – for the, for most of the time, I did it, honestly. Now mm-hmm. that I'm getting a little older, I'm, now I think more from, like, an overall health perspective. Like, so I, I want to be able to I, – I rather, as I'm getting older, I, I want to stay young. Like, I don't want to be injured. I don't want to feel old. So, uh, now I'm just more – Obsessed with staying healthy and not getting hurt like I, I just don't want like any big setback. so yeah that, that wasn't just that wasn't a conscious thought that's kind of that kind of just transitioned for me over the years, so I mean it's always hard to say this is what should motivate you, but i, I do think that if you're if you've been working out for a little while if you're thinking about competing that that i i recommend i i suggest anyone competes for, but if it's something you're thinking about it is a good way to temporarily motivate yourself to for a competition that that's something that you're into
0: yeah a competition or like even an event i find like a lot of my clients are like oh yeah i just like want to sign up for like a triathlon or like a 5k or like you know maybe they want to do like powerlifting or bodybuilding or it's like just to to have some structure and work towards a goal or else
1: no that's that's those are definitely good ideas. I always just worry that afterwards, because like I get a lot of people that come to me. They'll be like, "Oh, I trained for a marathon. I was consistent. I was running. Um, then the marathon ended. I stopped running and I gained a lot of weight. So I mean, that, that that happens too. But at the same time, if it's gonna, you can't really worry about your motivation six months from now. If you have something that's lighting a fire under you today. I mean, go with it. Don't don't worry about the long term that You'll figure it out when you get there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think part of it too, is just acknowledging that there will be highs and lows and how to like have strategies to pull yourself out of the lows or just keep showing up. And like what we were talking about at the start, like keep practicing and until something reignites the flame, because eventually it will, like everything is temporary, you know?
1: Exactly. I would say go extra hard when you're highly motivated and just try to at least try to at least maintain when you're, when you're not feeling it, like, Maybe you're going. To, maybe when you're highly motivated, you're going to gym five days a week or whatever, and you're on track with your diet every single day. Then maybe when you're not motivated, you don't have to go, you don't have to just let everything fall off the wagon, but you could maybe go to the gym two or three days a week. Just try to at least maintain so that when you do have that high level of motivation, again, you're not starting from a, a deficit. You're basically starting right where you were before and ready to crush it again.
0: Yeah, I love that. Um so I want to know, like, just a little bit about your own training. Can you share, like, some of your non-negotiables, like, whether it be, like, throughout the week or, like, things you have to do in order to feel good going your day-to-day?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, for me, going to the gym is but more of, like, a – it's kind of like a habit. And some people say, how are you motivated to go to the gym every day? How do you actually want to go every day? I honestly say, well, there's plenty of days where I don't want to go. But I kind of view it on those days, kind of like, well, you might not want to go to work, but I mean, you go to work. You might not want to go to school. You go to school. Like, I, I kind of, I kind of treat the gym that way. It's just, it's something I, I have to do. So, I don't, and then I don't really feel right if I, if I, if I skip a workout. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's how I, I view it now. I don't want to make it seem like it's just, a, it's like a job and like I hate it. No, I mean, I do enjoy it, but at the same time, I wouldn't be human if I. Literally enjoyed every single day that I went to the gym. Like that's just that's just not normal. So in my own, in my mind, I just treat it as a. It's not it's not an option to skip it. Like it's not it's not like do I go or not go. It does not it's not an option. I I have to go.
0: Yeah. No. I I love that. I mean, I guess that's discipline, right? It's like remembering how it makes you feel after, and that's what at least for me, that's what makes me go on the days I don't want to. I'm like, yeah, but I get to. Yeah. Show, I have to show up.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. That, so when people say also about like, well, you could compare it to cheat meals and also the gym. So when people say, oh, how do you go to the gym? Well, I know how I could put myself in, the, in my future mindset and know how I'll feel if I go versus not go. And I know I'll feel a lot better if I don't go. Same with like a cheat meal if you're about to have like a, a meal that you might regret. Well, I, I've had enough meals that I, that I went overboard in the past that I'm able to put myself in that future mindset and know how I feel afterwards. To, to make the decision before I do it, saying maybe you'll you'll probably regret this, so maybe you shouldn't do it. So uh, being able to put yourself in like a future mindset and know how you'll feel if you make the right decision now is kind of something that I, I do all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's, that's success. It's like you have to cultivate that or else you will totally let the instant gratification take over.
1: Yeah, being able to delay gratification is uh, one of the most important skills you can have. If it's, a, if it's a skill or just an ability.
0: Yeah. It can be so hard, though, like, sometimes, <laughs> you know, those days where you're just like, fuck this, I don't want to go, or, like, fuck this, I want to eat a whole pizza.
1: <laughs> no, no, definitely it's, it's definitely not. It's definitely not easy, and I'm not saying I, I, I'm perfect. I clearly – I definitely made mistakes along the way, but you do it long enough, you make it, you do enough slip-ups where you start to re- – you see the pattern, you start to feel, all right, well, I've skipped enough workouts to know how I feel – when I skip first of all I don't skip so I much rather be in a position later today where I didn't skip it so I'm going to go to the gym right now even if I don't really want to this second
0: yeah oh that's great that's such a such a great tool for you guys um listening just thinking about your future self and like how do you want to feel is this decision you're about to make is that going to make you feel better or worse like when you get to bed at night are you going to feel better or worse about yourself because of that thing and so that's I know for me like such a it's a question I always ask myself before most things, and you know usually the long term goal weighs out. There's sometimes obviously where you like give in, but I would say like eighty to ninety percent of the time it's the long term goal,
1: no, no definitely, and just i mean it's not easy, like we said before, but I mean just the ability to to delay gratification it's helped not in just fitness but in, in any area of life,
0: yeah, I love that um. Well, I think this has been like so jam packed full of goodies that I kind of want to keep it, keep it short and sweet and um, really impactful. I think like you have really just done an amazing job at explaining kind of motivation and goal setting and making the choices that you know are in line with like who you want to be. And so, yeah, thank you like so much for sharing your experience and just kind of like taking time obviously to be, to be on the podcast. It's been so awesome watching you like, thrive and crush it on Instagram and I'm so happy to have you on and share you with my audience too
1: no problem this was fun thanks for having me
0: yeah of course um before we wrap up a few questions and then you can tell everyone where to find you on on the interwebs but we're gonna do a few like round robin quick questions and then um one last bigger question all right okay so uh number one favorite exercise Dips. Dips. Oh, I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> Least favorite.
1: <laughs> Squats.
0: <laughs> Same. Uh, food that you wish had no calories. Pizza. Favorite kind of pizza.
1: Just regular cheese pizza.
0: Nice. Yeah, you guys have good pizza in New York, I bet. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You got the good stuff. <laughs> um, favorite place traveled to.
1: Any any place tropical, like Aruba. Yeah, yeah.
0: I know, I feel like you go, do you go to Aruba a lot? I feel like I always see photos of you in Aruba. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a, every December, my whole family, family reunion, we all go.
0: Oh, that's great. I should convince my family to do that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um. All right, two more. What is your favorite word?
1: Favorite word. Uh, come back to me. Let me think about that for a second.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I have a favorite I have a Spanish.
1: I have a favorite Spanish word. I don't know that English. Yeah, that works. Favorite word in Spanish is sacapuntas, which means pencil sharpener.
0: <laughs> Can you say it again? <laughs> one more time.
1: Sacapuntas.
0: Oh, that's that sounds sexual. <laughs> <laughs> that's Great. <laughs> I'm gonna start calling people that. <laughs> awesome. Um, all right. And lastly, what is the legacy that you want to leave behind?
1: Ooh, that's a that's a loaded one after the, the, the soccer puns, <laughs> I
0: know. Um
1: <laughs> honestly, I I just want I just want people to as I, I just like being able to help as many people reach their fitness goals as possible. When I when I started, I I never ever thought I'd be able to have a platform to help anyone. And the the fact that I have a million followers and people message me every day saying that I made a difference in their lives and I helped them reach their goals, uh, it's kind of like a surreal feeling. So just the, the more people that I could I could help like that, the better, because like I said, I, I never thought I'd be in a position that I'm in right now. And having Instagram, having that platform, it's still kind of like a mind-blowing thought to me. So that's it, pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you so much for all the content you put out. Like, I I remember when I started jumping on Instagram, I was like, "This dude's awesome. Like, he has such great content." And like, my background is in design, so I remember looking at your stuff and being like, "He also knows how to lay out some nice graphics that don't make me want to like stab my eyes out." <laughs> so it's
1: funny. It's funny. My sister, my sister's also in design. She'll make fun of me for certain things, and I'll be like, "There's a difference between something being..." visual completely visually appealing to a professional designer and yeah. something that's appealing on an on the Instagram algorithm. So I mean oh, for sure. I, I try for to do it I try, sure. to, I try <laughs> to mesh two together.
0: Yeah. No, I think you know you do the best you can, right? And it's like also your audience appreciates it, obviously. Like you got a fucking million people following you. That's pretty amazing. So you hit the seven figures, but like seven figures of impact, which that's that's a goal of mine. So hell yeah. That's
1: pretty cool. That was pretty cool.
0: <laughs> um so where can people find you
1: uh you can follow me on instagram it's a is my first initial a last name is foul P F A U. um that, that's basically the main place to find me people are always amazed that I'll, I'll answer dms i have over a million followers but i actually do answer dms it's not a team i don't have a team of people it's me so if you want to send me a message feel free to send me a message
0: awesome and uh you have an ebook right
1: Yeah, um, if you want to check it out, it's uh, just same com. You can check it out there. And again, if you have any questions about anything, just feel free to message me. I I actually, I will respond.
0: Awesome. I know when you responded, I was like, hell yeah, we're doing this, baby. So I was pumped. And you guys like need to go follow him ASAP if you want a good laugh, if you want to see him and his egg scream. I also think, isn't your egg scream in MyFitnessPal as a logged entry?
1: Well, I created that myself. Yeah, go. Ahead. I I, uh, I create the entry. I tag my fitness pal. They don't respond, but um, they should they should respond <laughs> yeah. to me. Okay.
0: <laughs> don't they know who you are?
1: <laughs> I mean, I get them a lot of business. Like every time I mention it, I I get them at least ten to thirty people asking about my like, oh, what's that? What happens that? And I tell people. So, I mean,
0: oh my god! I, yeah.
1: it's, it's a, I joke. I joke around with it, but I mean. I do get, I wonder how many downloads they got because of me. I'm sure they got thousands.
0: Yeah, you got to get a sponsorship from my fitness pal. <laughs> no, no, no,
1: I thought about it.
0: You get a commission. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, you guys, well, um, head over to Adam's page, check him out. He's awesome. His graphics are great, super straightforward, and he'll make you laugh. Um, so thank you again, Adam, for taking time to be on the show. It's been so real, and you're great. I can't wait to see all the great things you do in the world, and uh, I'm so happy to be connected.
1: I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
0: You're welcome. I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. 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 Alrighty, that wraps up another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. Yeah, so Adam is amazing. I mean, he has one million followers, so it just goes to show you what consistency does. He's been doing this for fifteen years. And I think one of the biggest things that he said that really resonated with me was What motivates you today won't motivate you down the road. And so it's a constant journey, right? Like getting out of those ruts and scheduling and planning for those ruts and just remembering that, like, you're not gonna always feel motivated, and that's okay, right? Like accepting it and being like, "Yep, you know what? I'm just gonna do the best that I can." And when you are super motivated, really just like crushing it and riding the wave. But you know, taking some of the pressure off yourself to always be motivated can be such a great motivator to actually keep you going. So I hope this interview was helpful. Adam is great. If you aren't already following him, please do so. And if you enjoy the podcast, please screenshot it, tag me at Salty Lifts. Adam, and we would love to hear what you think. I love you guys, and let's talk soon. I'll catch you on the next episode, and have an awesome rest of your day.